The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What is the connection between prayer and fasting? Although the connection between prayer and fasting is not specifically explained in Scripture, a common thread connecting the two seems to run through all the instances of prayer and fasting that are recorded in the Bible. In the Old Testament, it appears that fasting with prayer had to do with a sense of need and dependence and or of abject helplessness in the face of actual or anticipated calamity. Prayer and fasting are combined in the Old Testament in times of mourning, repentance, and or deep spiritual need. The first chapter of Nehemiah describes Nehemiah praying and fasting because of his deep distress over the news that Jerusalem had been desolated. His many days of prayer were characterized by tears, fasting, confession on behalf of his people, and pleas to God for mercy. So intense was the outpouring of his concerns that it's almost inconceivable that he could take a break in the middle of such prayer to eat and drink. The devastation that befell Jerusalem also prompted Daniel to adopt a similar posture. So I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer and petition, in fasting, and in sackcloth and ashes. Daniel 9 verse 3. Like Nehemiah, Daniel fasted and prayed that God would have mercy upon the people, saying, We have been wicked and have rebelled. We have turned away from your commands and laws. In verse 5. In several instances in the Old Testament, fasting is linked with intercessory prayer. David prayed and fasted over his sick child. 2 Samuel 12, verse 16. Weeping before the Lord in earnest intercession. Verses 21 and 22. Esther urged Mordecai and the Jews to fast for her as she planned to appear before her husband the king. Esther 4, verse 16. Clearly, fasting and petition are closely linked. There are instances of prayer and fasting in the New Testament, but they are not connected with repentance or confession. The prophetess Anna never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Luke 2, verse 37. At age 84, her prayer and fasting were part of her service to the Lord in His temple, as she awaited the promised Savior of Israel. Also in the New Testament, the church at Antioch was fasting in connection with their worship when the Holy Spirit spoke to them about commissioning Saul and Barnabas to the Lord's work. At that point they prayed and fasted, placed their hands on the two men, and sent them off. So we see these examples of prayer and fasting as components of worshiping the Lord and seeking His favor. Nowhere, however, is there any indication that the Lord is more likely to answer prayers if they are accompanied by fasting. Rather, fasting along with prayer seems to indicate the sincerity of the people praying and the critical nature of the situations in which they find themselves. One thing is clear. The theology of fasting is a theology of priorities, in which believers are given the opportunity to express themselves in an undivided and intensive devotion to the Lord and to the concerns of spiritual life. This devotion will be expressed by abstaining for a short while from such normal and good things as food and drink, so as to enjoy a time of uninterrupted communion with our Father. Our confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, Hebrews 10 verse 19, whether fasting or not fasting, is one of the most delightful parts of that better thing which is ours in Christ. Prayer and fasting should not be a burden or a duty, but rather a celebration of God's goodness and mercy to His children. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.